What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It's October 11th, 2021. This is your Fightful post-Raw review. We had a busy weekend. We had so much stuff this weekend. Grapsity on Saturday. You're going to want to hear them talk about Tessa Blanchard. Wow. And a ton of other stuff. Then later that evening, we had Denise Salcedo, Kate Hensler for the first time, reviewing Impact Knockouts Knockdown. After that, we did a watch-along for the incredible heavyweight fight, the Fightful Fight Night watch along for Wilder versus Fury. And then so much happened at GCW. Impromptu, I hit up Steven Jensen and I was like, please do a post show Sunday morning reviewing this GCW show where the Briscoes and Thunder Rosa and Leo Rush showed up and John Moxley faced Nick Gage. There was so much that happened there. So he and SP3 did a post show. I did a bit of a cameo, dropped some exclusive news. But if you guys like exclusive news, fightfulselect.com is the place for you. I dropped some news today. Some news that you guys were just aching to hear about. Who recruited Veer and Shanky? I know you guys had to have it. You had to have the news. You had to hear about Jinder Mahal's theme song. And we also told you basically what was going to happen all over this Raw show. So subscribe. It's 16 cents a day. Denise Salcedo joins me tonight. What's up? What a night, Sean. What a night. It was an interesting night to say the least. I, I was it. Yeah, not interesting in a good way. Interesting, kind of like in a uh, I don't know what way to be honest. Well, guys, leave a thumbs up if you're watching here on YouTube.com/slash/fightful. I do have an interview with Jinder Mahal dropping tomorrow. I've got a bunch of interviews that you guys are gonna like dropping over the next uh, next few weeks. Man, is this and your Jinder when- Mahal interview from SummerSlam? Denise. Oh, is I not supposed to tell people that? They're not going to be able to tell with that SummerSlam thing in the backdrop. Oh. I keep those things evergreen because, quite frankly. Evergreen wh- with the big giant SummerSlam well, let me, let me logo just tell in you, the background? Uh, let me just say, respectfully, Denise, was there anything topical over the last two months to drop that for? No. No. That is no. true. We <laughs> no. have very different methods, though, and we've definitely we do. established that. We do. And in November, oh, my God, so much travel in November. New York, Winston-Salem, uh, Minneapolis. Hope I see some of you all there. <sighs> There's a lot going on, Denise, but um, it. I got my burying boots on tonight for WWE Raw. There's a lot that really annoyed me tonight. Please leave a thumbs up on this video, guys. Donate a super chat to get your question or statement read on the air. Denise, why are you triggering people? Why are you upsetting people? Sean, I had four tweets since Saturday that have literally skyrocketed into this terrible, terrible universe. Okay. Four <laughs> tweets all about something totally different. One about Tony Khan and Eric Bischoff. One about Impact Wrestling. What about WWE and AEW and what about times? Those four tweets have bought, brought so much drama into my timeline. I didn't get to see much of it, although today was a little fun. Today I was responding to people. I mean, if you get seriously upset over wrestling tweets, I encourage you, breathe air, touch grass, rub a butt somewhere consensually, do something like you cannot be a normal person and get actually mad on the internet over people's wrestling tweets. Uh, but get those super it chats happens. in. I love me some Sova says you guys are awesome. For on the other hand was horrible. The show dragged and felt longer than three hours. Uh, our friend Sheila says, I don't have a question says 
uh, or Sh- Sheila says, I don't have a question. You fightful peeps, just keep up the good work. I find your raw recaps more interesting to watch than raw itself. By God, if you didn't, I would really be questioning if I was in the right line of work. We'd have to quit. Plus, we're like the last raw review show left that goes on like right after the show, especially. Yeah. Nerd Drew says, we thought Raw was getting good. How fooled we are. Did you guys hear the capacity crowd of like 4,000 tonight? Tarp Nation, CC, John Alba. I have not verified those numbers. I've heard they ain't wonderful. We're going to start, though, with something that I did think was wonderful, Denise. Um, man, this, this Xavier Woods match with Ricochet. King of the Ring, I thought this was the high point of this WWE Raw, so we're going to kick off with it. So Xavier is awesome. Xavier cares about this King of the Ring tournament. like that, And that they play that up so well. Corey Graves did such a great job. The commentary team did such a great job saying, this is what Xavier cared about. Not the Royal Rumble, not the world title. He wanted to be King of the Ring. Xavier going over and looking at those things uh, like that, that were sitting up there, the crown and the throne and all that stuff. It added a little bit more Corey Graves saying this gives you more money as well. That gives you more motivating factor and just the match in general. (laughs) Denise, this is the ricochet we've always wanted to see the ricochet that throws caution to the wind jumps from the ring over the post slams his ass into Kofi's face I was terrified that, or, or Xavier's face. I was terrified that Xavier had a concussion, but he didn't, and he was good, and he came back, and he won the match. And I had somebody say, well, <laughs> this isn't the Ricochet I've wanted to see because he got no crowd reaction and he lost. He didn't need to win this match. And you know what? If he did this more often, maybe the crowd would make some more noise. I loved this match, Denise, but it also brought up some frustrations as well. All right. So first and foremost, I want to say that there were probably two to three things that I thought were the high points of Raw here tonight. And this was definitely one of them. I thought that both Xavier Woods and Ricochet brought it to the point where I can't say like I got to say, like on the SmackDown side of things for the King of the Ring, I've been enjoying the tournament thus far. Uh, Both matches, they got a nice, you know, a good, good amount of time to actually, you know, put forth a nice competitive match Uh, tonight on Raw. I would say they did the exact same thing. Like, you know, we'll talk about the second King of the Ring match later on. I still have to say that overall in terms of the King of the Ring tournament. I have been a fan. I've liked the first round matches. I think they've been pretty great. And this one is definitely up there because we saw what I want to go out and say is that there were some awesome like moments throughout this match that I was just kind of like, hell yeah, this is exactly what we want. You mentioned, you know, Ricochet, essentially this being the Ricochet that we've been wanting to see. And this really is like, I really love that superplex that we saw from Ricochet to Xavier Woods and then him doing that dive over the post and then afterwards immediately doing another dive through the through the ropes and then going like, no, this is not enough. He picks up the speed and does another one. So we essentially get three dives like back to back to back right away and then obviously that leads into the finish but I didn't mind it because it kind of like brought me to this like point where it was like okay this has been an exciting match and the way that it ended uh, was perfectly fine with me like this is exactly the kind of matches that I a want to see Ricochet in and also that I want to see in the King of the Ring tournament period so I was a big fan of this one yeah I was too uh 
we've got some super chats. Nikhil says, if Xavier loses, can we start a change.org petition? We'll talk more about the, the future booking of this momentarily because we're going to go right into the second King of the Ring match because Xavier and Kofi would not answer the question what will happen if you guys face each other beforehand. And I love them just trolling. I think it's Kyle Patrick is his name. Uh, but I thought it was Kevin. Kevin Patrick, Kyle. Pa- I think Kyle Patrick's a race car driver. So oh. <laughs> that's probably where I picked that up from. No, but earlier on the show, I thought they called him Nick. I don't know. It was very weird, but it's Kevin. Is it? Maybe it's Kyle now. No, we'll it's see. Kevin. I think it's Kyle now. <laughs> I think we've settled on Kyle. I'm sorry, but if that was me and I come on here and I'm like, damn, you guys don't even know my name. I would it's be Kevin so Patrick. mad. It's Thank Kevin you. Patrick. I knew it, it had to be Kevin. But that was, uh, yeah. He had him ask a dumb question, though. Let's be real. He had him. He asked them, like, hey, who's going to win this match? I'm like, bro, well, of course you're going to get two well, different answers. No, here. no. I think he what he asked was what would Kofi and Xavier do if they faced each other? And I think that's a that's a fair question. I think All right. Fair. Okay. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm moving that's, on. That's why he was. Apologies, prying. Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brandon Rosen says WWE knows the fans want Xavier to win King of the Ring, so obviously they'll put it on gender because WWE loves to put smiles on people's faces. That's what I fear will happen. Gender Mahal defeats Kofi Kingston, and quite frankly, I think this was the best match of Gender Mahal's WWE career. I think it was better than both of the AJ matches that he had. I think it was better than the, the Seth Rollins match that he had like nine years ago. And I can't think of even like one that really stands out to me as being like, okay, besides that. I thought this was the best one, but. <sighs> How'd you feel about the finish? Well, Denise. I was too worried about what was going to happen next week. It was such an easy slam dunk main event of WWE Raw, a match that matters. Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, main event, 20 minutes with entrances, all that. Do it next week. It matters. Here we go. Gender wins. On the other side of the bracket, you got Finn Balor and Sami Zayn. Don't think it's a tough one to figure out who's going to Saudi Arabia and who ain't going to Saudi Arabia there. So what are they going to do? They're going to do Finn Balor and Jinder Mahal. I sure as hell hope not, but you know what WWE loves to do, Denise? They love to give you the heat. They love to give you the heat. That way you really hate gender, right? You really hate gender, right? No, we know it's not real dumbass. We don't like you because you're booking like shit. This, it doesn't put heat on gender. It puts heat on you because you suck at booking. The the time around the draft, Denise, is supposed to be this, this overwhelming sense of optimism. For the love of God, the videos that they use to promote the draft is Finally, change is coming, which seems to indicate to me, Denise, that they know this show sucks. Okay, well, first of all, I didn't read that much into that whole the finally the change is coming. I read anything into everything. (laughs) 
I didn't even like I've been seeing it, obviously, but I didn't put much attention to it. If I'm being realistic here, um, my whole thing is, yes, you're totally right. This match was pretty awesome, it, but it was definitely all Kofi Kingston. Like he went out there and he pretty much made this match very, very entertaining. And I don't want to take anything away from gender. I don't want to hinder the gender. I'm done doing that. I'm done with that phase of my life. Uh, I'm rooting for gender. I like gender. You know what? I, I do like gender. Okay. Especially after I did that interview with him, I was like, dad, what a nice guy. I can't, I can't root against him on the show, man. So anyways, I don't want to hinder the gender here. I mean, but I've gotten along with gender literally every time I've ever spoken to him. He's always, he's always been a great dude. It's just, come on. This, yeah. this isn't the spot for him. This is okay. not the spot for him. I thought, man, they, they really hosed that guy by putting him in that feud with Drew and they made it over a motorcycle and a sword and not their history. It was so dumb. So dumb. Now they go and the guys that he pitched so hard to bring up with him, they split them up. Oh my God. It's so stupid. Okay. So I do. Valab says once again, as an Indian, I'm telling you, please. enter the chat. That is so. Now, you know what? Last time that I was like, I went on a rant on gender. I got people that were mad because I went on a rant on gender, and now I'm not making a rant on gender, and people want me to go on a rant on gender. Okay. Anyways, what I'm trying to get at here is they should have done Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston. Okay. This was a real opportunity, not just to give people a dream match. This could have just been like a friendly, comp competitive match that they could have done between them. And you know what it would have done, Sean? Let me ask you a question. They would have. Okay. I'm going to, I'm not even going to ask you the question. I'm just going to tell you having them go up against each other in this match would have just made the King of the ring tournament feel so much more important. So much more grand that two friends, two guys that are obviously friends are going to, you know, put that aside to be in a competition in this match to see who can win and they're going to put their friendship aside for, you know, this one night and see who the better man is. I think that they should have done it. I think that the fans would have definitely be, been interested in that. Um, I feel bad for gender, but this shouldn't, he should not have won this match. But now that they did have him win, part of me thinks like I'm a little bit torn on the outcome because as you all said, like we all know who's going to Saudi Arabia and who's not going to Saudi Arabia. It was very, very obvious the second this all went down. But the point that I'm trying to get at here is I have a feeling that even though everybody wants Xavier Woods to win and he's been pushing for it and he's been pushing for it, he's been doing everything he can. I have a feeling, and I'm sorry, I have a strong feeling that it's definitely going to be Jinder Mahal. I mean, why? Because, I, uh, because they, they, he, they're going to book, it, yes. it's easier for them to book a heel in this position than it would be to book a baby face in this position, Sean. So that is why I have a feeling that people are going to be very angry, but I might as well tell people now it's probably going to be gender. So. <sighs> So you we got some super chats. Orlando says, I don't think New Day ever want to face each other. Honestly, I don't want to see the match either. No, I, I don't know if that's the case. They don't want to split up, and I don't think they are going to split up. I don't think they're going to have a violent breakup. This is something the North was very particular about, too. They don't want to do that. They don't want to do what everybody else has done. I think they're fine with facing each other. I mean, especially for the spirit of competition, main event of Raw, it would be great. 
Ryan Sullivan says, my biggest fear is they'll treat King of the Ring like the wrestler's hometown return, have Xavier lose for heat on the other guy. That's my big fear. That's my big fear. And uh, quite frankly, look at the great, great run that that everybody went on in the, the King of the Ring in 2019. Baron Corbin's best work. Within a couple months, he was like tossing out like dog food on Roman Reigns. Like who gives a damn? You're not telling me that Happy Corbin's not his best work? Oh, no, it's not. I wish he was broke again on, on the show. That was so much better. Anakin says, after everything Woods has done for WWE, having huge merch sales as a part of New Day, the success of Up, Up, Down, Down, he deserves it to win his uh, dream of King of the Ring. He deserves it completely separate of that. And I mean, that if that's like the thing, not, I don't, I don't want to say to pacify him because the man doesn't deserve to be pacified. He deserves to get what what... He wants in some sense. Also, when you have this overwhelming sense of optimism around the draft, or you want it to, Denise, you should want to send the crowd home happy a lot. You should do some things around this period of perceived change that make people think, you know what? Maybe I'll get what I want when I tune into the show every so often. Are we allowed to make the fans happy? Is, is that allowed? It's this constant trolling of your 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 base. And you know, you'll have people say, you can't always give the fans what you want. Yeah, you can. Because if you give the fans what they want, which is good storytelling, sometimes it won't really be what they want. And they'll they'll come to realize that well, later. Sean, ask yourself this. Look at it as a whole. I get the not always being able to give the fans what they want. I get it. I totally do. Because, you know, sometimes you just have to go with the story that you're telling and, you know, go go with that direction. Okay, I get that. But... Over these, even just this past year, how many things have we actually gotten that the people actually wanted? The only thing I can think of is Big E winning, and that's legitimately all that I can think of right now. And Bianca Belair winning the Royal Rumble, uh, and like maybe like two other things, and that's about it. And yeah, and let me tell you, I can see booking within two months of both of those situations where you go, huh? I mean, three months before Bianca Belair won the Royal Rumble, she was like off Raw for like four months. Just were main event. It was so, so weird. Brandon Campbell says, I think Finn or Gender will win, even if Woods beats Gender. I don't see him beating Finn unless God intervenes again. Hey, I mean, <laughs> if Xavier finds religion. Crumble. Man, you know what? Finn Balor, the demon, would not stand a chance against Miro. Well, he is staying with Shanky, right? What if Shanky yeah. just shanks the dang ropes and bam, oh that's it. That's how he wins the match. Oh boy. To our moderator, please put any uh, uh never mind. He already he already put them in there. <laughs> Vin Leet says, How possible does a big E Kofi Kingston versus Xavier Woods WrestleMania main event for the championship look like in the current scenario? I, I would love that. I would absolutely love that. I don't know if it'll main event. I think the two main events of WrestleMania should be Roman Reigns against whoever the hell he faces. And I think a horsewoman four-way would be a really great uh, main event somehow. I think you got a main event, a, a four-horsewomen WrestleMania at some point because you didn't do it with the Shield three-way. You really fumbled that. You really should have there. That was a modern-day WrestleMania main event. But I think that those three are capable of it, especially if it's two nights. What do you think? If it's Denise? two nights, there's no reason why that can't be a thing. One hundred percent. Going to be hard to overcome Roman Reigns doing whatever he does. 
Yeah, no, and I get that, but I just feel they've actually been doing a pretty good job at like putting like what I think should be like the rightful main events like for WrestleMania. I think that they've been doing a good job at that. Guys, check out FightfulMag.com. That is our magazine that drops every couple of months. Uh, articles on CM Punk, on John Cena, the Thunderdome, Fire Pro Wrestling, all kinds of good stuff. Brian Lee, we've got a little something for everybody there. We do a mailbag in every edition. FightfulMag.com. Check it out. Zeke Jackson says, not much. Please accept. Thanks for streaming. Well, thank you for the super chat. We always appreciate those. Sean Blanford says, the only change is a different set of rematches we'll be sick of by TLC, Brock Roman included. Well, I think that the fact that Brock is not going to wrestle on SmackDown every week is going to help stretch that out for me at least. But, I mean, you know the drill with WWE. Every single important match has to be done at least two or three times, usually at least three times. See Seth Rollins Edge, see Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, see all of these guys. This was something that, that, like, this is something that I like recall saying multiple times before the draft even took place, where it was like, what we're going to get is a brand new set of rematches. So you were done with, we're not done necessarily with rematches, but we're going to get a new set of rematches, which I hate myself, but I'm still optimistic that it's not going to (laughs) happen. But like future Denise is like, Denise, shut up. Don't say that. You know, that's what you're going to get, man. Corey Cropper, an IRL best friend of mine, says, will you give this to Hannah so she can donate to the collection plate when she loses at Jesus Golf? Denise, uh, our great moderator, Hannah, Share Delaware, is driving to our city in a couple of weeks to play this guy in Jesus Golf for number one confriendership to be my best friend. Oh, no. Isn't this amazing? Sean, how do you have so many friends? Why do people like you? I'm popular. This is what drives me nuts. That drives me nuts, okay? I don't get it. Why would you want to do that? I'm sorry, Sean, but I'd rather sit in my couch and not be BFFs with you and relax. This You're you're an overrated BFF. Hashtag Sean Rossap is an overrated BFF. Number one confriendership, but neither of them are my bestie because the Cease twins are. Okay, see, but now you're just going around telling everybody they're your BFF. I didn't say they were my BFF. I'm just bestie. saying you got to pick one bestie. So you got to let your so whoever wins the contendership, <laughs> you've got to make it official. I got to say it's it's amazing because it's been a, like we've gained a lot of new viewers over the last year. I probably haven't talked about Jesus Golf in like a year, and there are some people that have no clue what Jesus Golf is. It's amazing. It's amazing. It is Jesus themed mini golf. It is Bible themed mini golf. Like. 56 holes of it. I can't say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Even do regular mini golf, so I can't do anything. I don't do mini golf, Sean. Mini golf is for nerds. I do not like mini golf. Have you ever, or like? Yes, I have. Of course, I've done a lot of things. I don't like it though. I know. I'm just asking. Like, when was the last time? Did it have a theme or anything like that? Yeah, I went to golf and stuff. Is that a place? Golf and stuff. Yeah, it's like a place, like a legit place where you like that's go the and, name of it. Yes, that's cool. When you go and there's like you play and there's arcades and bumper so cars and a roller coaster. Yeah, of course, yeah, of course. I just didn't it's know. Right golf across and the stuff. street from Target, dang. So like, is it is it themed or something? Is, is there yeah. like because like okay, there are places that know, have okay. like okay. So in the um in the Karate Kid, it comes out in the Karate Kid. But that place where they go and they play, oh. that's that. And if you watch the girlfriend video from Avril Lavigne, the hey, hey, I don't like it, that song, that is also okay. shot there. So go watch that. And that's exactly what I'm talking about, Sean. Interesting. Guys, I mean, this is a big time matchup. It's the day of Bound for Glory and we're doing best friend golf. It's going to be crazy. You know uh, what? Look, I'm I'm just mad right now. Honestly, I'm mad. I can tell. I can I'm tell mad. You are. Okay. Where the hell are my two damn BFFs trying to play golf for me, man? I don't Come, even. I don't even this, make you play. Well, I just want to say how funny it is. You live in LA, one of the biggest cities in the world. Yeah, you can't swing with, that. Like the most... I'm in the middle of nowhere, Kentucky. Hold on, Sean. Let me. You need to paint a picture here, though. Okay. I'm sorry, but I don't know how to tell you this, but people here in LA kind of only care about themselves and it's hard to make friends here. It's a Man. lonely place. Okay. Couldn't figure that out working with it. you. All right. So, you know, if you make a friend, consider yourself very lucky because your friends will turn on you fast. Okay. Wrestle Riot says Raw was boring and mini golf is not for nerds. I agree. It is for uh, eloquent. It's for nerds. Nikolai says, for what it's worth, there was one hell of a tag match with Lee Moriarty showing out with FTR. Mondays are for dark elevation. Hard to watch Raw after. LSG was in that match, too. I was happy to see ROH's LSG there. Lee Moriarty had some special chemistry. With FTR, he's though, been I doing really some like good work lately. Definitely. Do you bowl, really? Sean? Do you like bowling? Do I like it? Yeah. Like, do I bowl? Yeah. Technically, yes. I, but like, what am I any mean, good what at do you mean it? By technically, yes. Technically, yes. But if somebody's like, "Oh, hey, do you bowl?" I would, ins- I would assume that means like, "Are you any good?" Like, no, no it just means do you go bowling on a Friday yeah. night? Oh, I haven't in years, but not on a Friday night. No. No. Okay, good. Because bowling sucks too. Yeah, it does. I don't like anything. Sean Blanford says, we have a mini golf place in Minneapolis in a retired canning factory where all the holes are original artwork. You should play around when you're up here for full gear. I think that's going to be a one. I think I'm getting there at like 4 p.m. Going to the show and getting the hell out of town. Are you done traveling, Sean? After My your, trips- New York, your New York adventure? Yeah, my trips went from like three, four days to like, can I get the hell in and get the hell out? All due respect. <laughs> Anakin wants me to stream the game on Twitch. It depends on what kind of like reception I have, but I, I, would, I would like to. Brandon Campbell says, I'm more of a Denise guy myself, but Sean, you can be number two. Well, if there's anything I like being, it's a good number two. Nerd Guru says, it's so easy to give us the Kofi and Woods, win the Rumble together and fo- face Big E. That would be amazing, but no, it'll be E versus Goldberg. Well, Big E would be very happy about that, um, but we'll see how that goes. Well, they're splitting up a team, Denise. 
Which Masvali and Mansoor, about, which one? There's six of them. They're splitting up. <laughs> I was like, which one are we talking about? Tegan Knox and Shotzi, Veer and Shanky, uh, Tamina and To be fair, I didn't care about Veer and Shanky. Let's be Man- real. That ain't going to no, hurt I me. don't give a that damn. That ain't going to hurt me very much. I don't give a damn. Um, Mansoor and Ali, Mason T-Bar. But this match ends very quickly. Hurt Business get a win. Cool. Why does this match? Why do all these matches on a three-hour show need to be two minutes? Okay, hold the phone here. So we need to make a new rule in this place because every time we say we like something, it goes down to shitter. It's it's the yeah. So it does. we okay. So you know what? I regret that I was a because we were on here saying that we were fans of Mustafa Ali and Mansoor, and now look, they've been being jobbed out like the last couple of weeks, taking the L's left and right, and now all of a sudden they're breaking up. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna say anything that I like anymore because then they're gonna get broken up. I'm done. Well, that that did happen. Mustafa Ali is tired of this shit. Brent Lockman says, who hurt Vince so badly that he hates friendship this much? And Andrew Lolivar says, is it true that Vince uh, broke up Mansoor and Ali because he broke up three teams last week and that's an odd number? So we had to make it an even four. No, we know why he he broke him up. And they, they fought backstage. Mustafa Ali said, I'm the only one who's been watching out for you. Come on, Denise. Wait, is the no reason Saudi Arabia or is it yes, another reason? That's the reason. Oh. That's so Mansoor can get his win in Saudi Arabia. That's what they're doing. He could have gotten a win as a tag team. It would have still been a win. Or, yeah, or they could have just, Mustafa Ali didn't have to split up the whole team. He should just, you know, show him some tough love. And Mansoor's like, I'm going to show you at Crown Jewel. And you know what, Denise? I'd give way more of a shit than I would otherwise. It's it's very... It's, yes, we love Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss. They oh, are they're the a, best. They're the best. They are so good. I hope WWE doesn't break them up. Thank you for reminding me, Brandon Charles Powell. I just love this. We, we got to see more suspenders in WWE. More suspenders, please. More funny names. They're going to have Ridge sense. Holland and some suspenders in two weeks. I guarantee you. He's going to be out there with that hat and that... That friggin' jacket. Wait, who are they gonna have in suspension? Ridge Holland. You just know it. Oh, yeah. He's gonna yeah, be yeah, out there hanging fair. out with Riddick. Or, yeah. He's gonna have like a bow tie. So we know what's going on there. That happens. JoJo says, raw trash emoji. I didn't watch the whole show because I was at work. Caught the last hour. That was enough for me. Watched the knockouts knockdown. Made me proud to be a women's wrestling fan. Raw didn't. So uh, we'll talk about that briefly, Denise. Because they can go back and mute me because I just get caught up in controversy. (laughs) Well, then you can watch Denise and Kate talk about it at length. But when NWA and Power was getting their flowers for doing that show, I was sitting there thinking, man, TNA did like a billion of these. Now they didn't do one live, but they did a billion of them. So I hope it becomes more regular. I hope they add more women to it. I think Impact has has restocked well. Denise, you seem depressed. Man, Sean, I don't even know what to say. Where do I even begin? I'm a little bit frustrated, honestly. Really? Yeah, I'm a little bit frustrated. Why? Because, all right, I'll just be real here. When you're doing this, when you're giving people reason to say that there's not enough. Okay, when WWE is doing stuff like this, and even AEW is guilty of this too, yes. Um, Speaking for tonight, the short matches that we saw on Friday, the short matches that we saw here tonight, it gives people the power to say that 
obviously there isn't being much done for women's wrestling. And so because of that, we started to see other things come up where they use the name of women's wrestling to try to get themselves over when in reality, it's like, do we really need to? No, we don't. We just need to give the women time. We need to give. And then here's the sad part is that a lot of people in the comments section were kind of like, well, did we really need to see Dewdrop in a 10-minute match? Well, do we really need to see Dana Brooke in a 10-minute match? But there's the problem. If you never establish these women to be more than a one-minute match, you're never going to have that moment where they're taken seriously. And, and that's they, and the they problem. they spent years doing it to, to screw it up. They spent years doing it. And I was gonna, I was gonna go into the ad read, but you know we're talking about this. Shayna Baszler beat Dana Brooke. Dewdrop beat Natalia. First off, the way that Dewdrop wrestles is like a heel. She taunts her opponent. She trolls her opponent. She makes obnoxious faces at them. What the hell? Shayna beat Dana Brooke last week, and this was like two minutes each. There was a combined Denise. You added up. You, you you had all the times. The Queen's Crown Tournament first round, eight minutes, eight minutes combined. What? Why Each. does WWE get in the habit of making things as 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 least consequential as they possibly can? This is a match. These are all matches that matter. People have been begging for a queen of the ring for years and years. And this is the shit you give them. They've been begging for it for years. People wanted like a, a, a standalone show for it. It is so, oh my it's God. True. I got to laugh because otherwise you'd cry. It's people so were dog excited shit. excited for this, Sean. Like people were legitimately excited. People thought, oh, the, like I thought this is going to be like, okay, people were like, all right, this is going to be a way to make, you know, either Shayna look like an absolute killer uh, or this is going to, you know, get another woman that hasn't necessarily gotten the time of day and this is going to make a new star or, oh, Liv Morgan might finally get that opportunity. And all of it was no. No, no, no. So we've had now four matches in that first round. And again, those times are up there on my Twitter page um, with uh, Dewdrop and Natty being the longest match at two minutes and 59 seconds. Okay, great. The entire thing, like you said, was what, under eight minutes or at eight minutes, you said? Just over eight minutes, yeah. Okay, so roughly a little bit over eight minutes. Okay, one match. Okay, so both men's matches on the SmackDown show were each 10 minutes long. That's one match is already more than four of the women's matches. And it's like, you're never going to break this. You're never going to break this like idea in people's heads. If you just keep putting it in, that was the big issue where people were like, give the women more chances, stop making them the bathroom break, stop being the one minute match, etc. And they've done so much good to, you know, change that and change people's perception of that. And then you have this tournament that people are really looking forward to and they're excited. And then we're going immediately back to that. And like, I just, I don't get it. Like even like, okay, like even for the Shayna Dana Brooke match, I know a lot of people are saying like, oh, that one didn't need to be that long. I get it. It was a squash match. Cool. Fine. All right, cool. But what about Natty and Dewdrop? Like they definitely could have gotten, you know, a seven, 10 minute match. Even the matches on SmackDown, they could have had a little bit more. And looking at this, if we keep going the way that we're going, I will not be surprised if this tournament ends up at like 20 minutes all in total. 
And if it passes 20 minutes, I don't think it's going to be more than like a couple minutes over that 20 minute mark. And if it does, then it's probably because maybe finally, you know, they're listening and seeing, you know, some of the criticism that this is getting. And I hate to be like this person where you're like, oh, like I'm being nitpicky or anything like that. But it's like, at the end of the day, changes were made because people were talking about there being changes made and giving the, you know, the women more opportunities that happened on social media with that, you know, all of, you know, people talking about it. So when people are talking about things, that is how you can say like, okay, we know what the people want. The people want longer women's matches and you just want more competitive matches for the women in general. And I feel like if they are given the chance, they could do it. I don't see a reason why not. And it's not just you. It's not you being nitpicky. I, I spoke to talent female talent in WWE months ago when there was the talent relations change, we reported it on Fightful Select. There was a concern this was happening. I've I've already got messages from people, from women on the roster that are like, we thought even maybe when, when word emerged that we were frustrated, things were changed. It's not. It, it just hasn't. And I'm, I'm going to work more on that. We'll have more on Fightful Select about that. But a lot of the women in the company from the, from the very bottom, starting out at NXT to the top are very frustrated with how this is because then like, like I don't know if, if I don't want to speak for all the women that were involved in the contract signing and the, the tag match night, but like they, they want people to be ready for them too. They That's want people saying. to be over. Like it was- hurts people like Becky Lynch. It hurts people like Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, Bailey, all your top women. It hurts them. Why? Because look at Bianca Belair when she was champion, when Sasha Banks was out. Who did she have other than Bailey? There was no one there. And then, you know, unfortunately, Bailey got injured, but yeah. she did all that she could do to make Bianca Belair into a stronger champion. And that is the issue that we keep running into where, yeah, you have these champions and oh my God, we're so excited. But you need challengers. That's the problem. And if you're not building any of the women up, then it's like, that's why we keep seeing the same people, you know, over and over. And then people complain about that. And I get it. But at the same time, it's like, there's nobody else because none of the other women have been built up either. Like, why Why was Tegan Knox, Shotzi not in this? Like, why were they not in this? Why did Tony Storm need to lose? Why didn't you establish a bunch of people here? It was so dumb. But you guys are super chatting like crazy over this. Zach Barber says, it feels like we've traveled back to the old days of 2010. The women deserve better. They absolutely do. He also says AEW has never, never done anything as disgraceful as what WWE did Friday night and tonight. I, I, I got to agree as far as the women go. I mean, there, there have been plenty of time they didn't get time. But eight minutes in totality for the first round, that's egregious. Uh, Sova says he's waiting for steam to come out of my ears, but it like at this point, I know what I'm getting into on Mondays. Like I won't be mad about it. Will I be very frustrated about it and annoyed about it? Yes. Mad about it at this point. Like what can you, what can you expect? Jojo says, no, but it's frustrating how WWE treats their women. You have all this talent. Take notes from TNA. Mickey and Deanna's rivalry is awesome. Denise, two people that WWE couldn't find a use for. Chelsea Green, they couldn't find a use for her. She's on like five different shows right now. And killing, doing something different on each of them too. Unreal. Unreal. Nerd Guru says, to add insult to injury, you know the Saudi match and the tourney is going to be, what, three minutes? And that mega triple threat might get 10. I don't know. I mean, probably, probably right. Probably right there. 
Anakin says if he was a woman on the roster, he'd demand things drastically change or demand my immediate release. If if you matter there, they ain't going to release you. They wouldn't release Grand Metalik recently, so they ain't going to release anybody of influence there. It's just one of those things where, like, obviously, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes, so I can't attest to this, but sure. it's like, you know, if you have, if you're in any sort of position of power, this is like your time to like, you know, say something, do something to, and I don't, I don't know, maybe they're already been saying stuff. I don't know. But from an outsider's perspective that doesn't know what's going on behind the scenes, I could imagine that there should be somebody saying like, Hey, we need more time here for the women. Like if you're, if you don't want to put this on anyone's shoulders, but if you're somebody like a Becky Lynch or a Charlotte Flair or Sasha Banks, that has a little bit more say than, you know, your Liv Morgans of the world's like, I would use that voice. I would use that power to at least, you know, hopefully, you know, get something. And maybe they have. I don't know. I don't know. We've got a lot of comparisons to AEW. Christian Knight says, I'm expecting AEW to put on some more women's matches for Wednesday. With how WWE is going, they can prove their division is trending upwards. Well, you won't be seeing it Wednesday because Dynamite's on Saturday this upcoming week. Uh, but uh, yeah, I would expect them to probably lean into their women's division more. I, I would if I were them. Kyle says, what will it take for Vince and his boomer gang to get out of WWE? AW women's matches are short, not cool, but WWE is on a new level of disrespect now. Well, Denise, I don't think they're on a new level of disrespect. They're on a familiar level of disrespect. I would say familiar as well. Yeah, familiar, which is sad because even then it's still way better than it was before, you know? So it's like, Oh, that's really bad, man. I don't even know what to say because there really is like no justifying it. And I mean, I feel like if anything, like it's been proven because when they do, you know, put their when they do put their women in, you know, prime spots and good positions and give them actual stories and give them an actual competitive match. It works. People are talking about it. People are excited about it. So I don't understand why, you know, I don't get it. So many super chats about this. This is what you guys care about tonight, so we're going to spend some time on this. Nikolai says, AEW has work to do, but their one women's match on Dynamite typically lasts longer than the whole first round of Queen of the Ring. That it does. That it does. And it's also interesting to me, and since we're on the topic now, like I don't, there's so many women that I thought would already be in AEW right now that I thought could AEW could have benefited from. And it's kind of surprising to me that those women are not, you know, there. obviously they're doing other things, but it's like one of those things when you need to work on the women's division and they need to build more opponents for Brett Baker. I don't see why some of these women aren't there yet. Nerd says, I wish I could encapsulate my anger towards the state of the women in WWE. I can't, though. It's unacceptable and, quite frankly, embarrassing. Keep your Lesners and Roman. Give me women's matches or nothing. I think they they can do that while still providing Roman and Lesnar. But um, the the embarrassing times that Sean Blanford brings up, eight minutes, Deeb and Cheeto went 10-19. People's fears were right. Johnny Ace doesn't care about the women's division. Well, Johnny Ace does not book these shows. If if Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon wanted these matches to go longer, they would go longer. Tim Gordon says Britt Baker and Maddie Rinkowski went five minutes in AEW's women's tournament earlier this year, and Maddie was a last-minute substitution. She was. Anna Jay tried to go. Her shoulder was hurt, and they replaced her with an enhancement talent, and Britt Baker spent five minutes in the ring with her. Wow. Sean says that Dewdrop's longest singles match is five minutes, and that was on main event against Dana Brooke. 
it when all I can do is like sigh. And and Brandon Rosen brings up the eight minutes, 15 seconds. Shayna should win it all. He has no desire to see her versus Zelina or Carmella. The tournament is a joke. Like, who thought, all due respect to Zelina and Carmella, who I, I think they're both incredibly talented women. Nobody is aching to see that match. And that, that'll probably, either, here's what they'll do. They'll either make that a two-minute match, or they'll make that be the one that goes 10, and they'll go, well, see, see, and I'll get people from WWE. I'll get honest-to-God producers and staff members that will message me and go, see, well, I thought that's what you wanted. I thought that's what you wanted. It's it's real. Oh, I th- Roman Reigns is already a heel. He gets booed, doesn't he? It's that kind of friggin' energy. And I, I get people that will say that within the company, and I'm like, you can't believe that. You can't honestly believe that. Because the talent doesn't believe that. I don't uh, even know where to begin, honestly. Uh, like I, I feel like there's so many different directions and you know topics that we could hit on here. But I just think at the end of the day, you just need to you need. And this is this is what I w- want to make sure is clear too. Okay, this is not a man men versus women thing. Okay, it's not about that. It's literally not about that. But it's it's just allowing people the opportunity to have equal presentation. And I get it because there's people saying, well, you know, some people are stars and some people are not stars. And yeah, I 100% get that. I'm not sitting here claiming that everybody's a star because we all know that's not the case, but it's just at least giving it the proper respect that it deserves an actual chance, you know? I agree. Uh, sorry, I was laughing at a Lady Frost tweet that somebody <laughs> sent me. Lady like Frost. Lady Frost, who had a great showing Saturday, right? Oh, she's incredible. Dead. Like, shout out to Lady Frost. I think the world of her. So, also, her her, her wonderful husband, uh, Victor Benjamin, she posted this very, very sweet anniversary tweet, I believe. Or it's just an appreciation tweet. And she says, he he always shares, he always listens, seriously the best. And she meant to put, here's to popping all the new real-life cherries, but she put, here's to pooping all the... Oh, (laughs) no. Okay, that's something you would laugh at. I totally get why this was sent to you. Sean, you would laugh at this. You're the one who was laughing because he put ass, but like, it looked like ass. I did. Shout out to Lady Frost and Victor Benjamin. Very, very talented gonna gonna have some suitors i know some of them already have had some suitors but wait back to the back to the negative wrestling news (laughs) rob says i feel like sasha and bailey are the two women who fight so hard for more changes and opportunities uh for the women like the tag titles and it's for nothing uh well we had nikki and Rhea pop up and like be like oh what's what's john talking about gee i don't know well, of course they're doing segments with John Morrison because there aren't any fucking tag teams, Denise. I was gonna say, who else are they gonna wrestle? We we were sitting here last week trying to name another tag team. Damn, and we couldn't come up with another tag team, another Apologies. woman's tag team. Excuse me. Apologies for the cursing. I'm trying to curse less. Yeah, man. How are you gonna go play Jesus golf if you're cursing like that? Listen, listen. <laughs> Jesus forgives our sins or some something like that. Something like that. 
Oh man. Oh that's don't don't crucify me here on the air, Denise. Okay. Listen. We're oh, nowhere God. near Easter, and I can't wait that long. I have no comments anymore. Orlando Orego says Raw tonight was very random, weird booking, and of course the short women's match. August three says between the short matches for the Queen's Crown and this mess of a four man four woman tag, Divas era booking is back in effect, and I hate it. Hate it too, man. Here's the, oh, here's another issue. People are always like, and this is what this, this drives me nuts too. Like people are always, and I always see these tweets everywhere, right? And they're like, how can we get more female viewers? What can we get more female viewers? I could tell you a way to get more female viewers, putting women out there that are killing it as a, as a person who's been a life long wrestling fan. I will tell you that it was people like China, Lita that got me, Mickey James, you know, all of these different women throughout the eras that got me invested. I remember going like balls out crazy because I was such a big fan of China and I thought she was the coolest person ever. And same thing with Lita. And then just progressively through the years, I've had less and less and less where I'm like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, I love Charlotte Flair. And yeah, you know, all these other women are cool. But that's the thing that works, though. You know, it like it, it, works it works. For, it works for us. It works for Fightful. I put more women on the air, more women watch. I put people who look different on the show and people of all ethnic backgrounds, gender backgrounds, race backgrounds watch. Like, it, it ain't rocket science. And when you do that, when you do this, Denise, you diversify what, like who is on your show. Well, what happens? You usually cultivate a smarter audience because you have a more broad audience. When you have a smarter audience, you usually have a more educated audience. And a more educated audience usually makes more money and they're more willing to invest in you personally, professionally, all this stuff. It is, it is not rocket science. This is why we highlight women. It's why we highlight people of different backgrounds. It's it's smart, and there are no shortage of them if you look. And WWE has so much talent. We have like all like the all the women are ta- like they they have so many. Like how many? What what was it last year or this year? I forgot what year that they inducted or they brought in like their biggest class of like females into the PC, and they were promoting it, right? Like what was I, yeah, the, okay. So there there was a, a brilliant clip. Sorry to kind of divert, but Conan. There was a clip of Conan talking to Mike Tanay that I saw from like it was like 2002, 2003 TNA. And he talked about how Oscar De La Hoya was such a draw and how Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield were, were draws. And when you diversify gender, race, all that stuff, it reflects on your audience. Oh, man. Oh yeah, and I like I, I watched. So I was watching that clip because I was trolling you on that on that thread. But anyways, like for me, like even like the way that he explained it, because like Conan's very smart and he's very very he's very smart. That's the best way that he he's smart. So the way that he explains this whole thing, like it's very interesting to listen to that. But it's just yeah, I agree. You just gotta diversify and stop asking. Like stop asking why we have no female viewers or why the female viewership isn't ideal that's exhibit that's one exhibit you're you're breaking up you're cutting out denise oh they're sorry look like a potato right now uh we have jesus or jesus garcia saying thank god it's not jesus garcia i might be in trouble after today says didn't watch raw finally watched knockouts knockdown and watched denise and kate do a great show didn't watch live but wanted to show support 
Well, hey, it doesn't matter if you watch live. If you watch after the fact, that's fine, too. Make sure you comment and leave a thumbs up on all that stuff. Uh, but we, we still aren't done with Super Chats. We still got a bunch. Uh, Ricardo El Idolo saying, Vince the Johnny Ace. Divas are good shit, pal. Eloquent- Sean, I just real. Hold on. Pause. Sorry. You just called me a potato. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank you. That's going to do wonders for my self-esteem. Continue You were on. pixelated. You just no, looked like a round... Looked like a, a round, vague, like potato. It was all Continue pixelated. Continue on. Continue on with the super chats. <laughs> Cliff Beard says this raw was a shit show. Give women a chance. Eloquent says might have well been a beat the clock and the queen of the ring. Yeah, that would have made more sense if the gimmick was like the person who won in the quickest amount of time got to pick their next opponent. Maybe that would have made some sense. Leonard says, or would have made more sense than what they did. Leonard says, WWE has shown no interest in growing their audience beyond where it is now. AEW has nothing to lose sleep over on Friday. Really, they don't. I don't know if they'll win that one, but we'll see. We'll see. Cliff Beard says, looking like a potato. The return of trained potato. Denise Saltato, says Brandon Rosen. I hate you. <laughs> Denise Saltato. You see, oh. I always knew it. Well, I always knew I was look a at potato. This. Listen, you don't have to have anybody compete to be your best friend because you know Andrew Zarian is going to be your best friend now. Yeah, he's going to. Well, I was going to say, no, that's going to sound right, wrong. So Uh-oh. Never mind. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There he <laughs> there is. There he is. Did someone say potato? Dang, see, he hears potato when he comes don't on look in. like a potato now. No, suck it, Sean. You already said what you said, all right? <laughs> that's it i'm gonna go after the stream i'm gonna go in the mirror and be like i'm gonna get plastic surgery and fix my potato face well at least you're in the right place for it oh thanks sean thank you i appreciate it thank you for the moral support kinshira says as long as bruce women's doesn't women's wrestling doesn't draw pritchard and johnny you just aren't effable ace have power the women's revolution is just marketing i'd have to I'd have to have conversations with people that work directly with them to see who is most responsible. But ultimately, guys, if Vince wants to change things, he can change things. So, Sean, another thing. Today they were promoting – well, today's the – oh, my God. What was the hashtag? I used it. The girl – the girl t- girl today. Oh, my gosh. The international – that was happening today. And somebody kept hashtagging me, like hashtagging that in the like the comments. And I was just like, dude, like talk about like bad timing. I didn't see that. Oh my gosh. I literally used it. And now I can't even remember the own hashtag that I used one second. I'm going to pull it up. I have it. Hold on. Hold on. Normie Summers. Day of the girl. Day of the girl, Sean. Yeah. I mean, damn. Yeah. Cold game. Nerd guru says I've decided that for the next raw, I'm just going to watch evolution. Anything there is better than what we've been lazily fed. I mean, there are other options. Effie streams. There's the AEW shows. I mean, there, there are no shortage of options on Monday night. Alicia Ellis, friend of the show says feels like four horsemen and Bianca. Every woman is being given the diva treatment. Haven't been watching NXT. So I don't know how they are there. They, they are integral figures on NXT for better or for worse. I mean, the booking is like, riding a roller coaster that goes about 300 miles an hour. But I mean, women are, are prominently featured there. Check out our post show with Kate and Alex every week. 
Brandon Charles Palaces. Denise, people love potatoes and French fries. I'm sure SRS men is a compliment. I, I do love a good potato. I Suck love it. like every time I think of a potato, I freaking think of Mr. Potato Head. Scallop potatoes. I like the spiral potatoes. You ever had those on like um, the stick? I don't give a damn. They're really good. I like a good French fry that is like cut straight from a potato. Mm, good shit, pal. Air Force Sister 74 says, frustrated to see WWE going backwards with the female talent. Sad to see I even got told on another platform that the females can't wrestle. Well, that's completely untrue and dog shit. Uh, they can wrestle. Many of them can wrestle. They're, 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 they're fantastic performers by and large. There are a few that probably can't, uh, but I mean, there's few men on the roster that can't wrestle either. So that it's not exclusive true. to women. Yep. Normie Summer says Woods wins a riot. Shayna would make sense. So it'll be Dewdrop. The three-week push of Good Raws is over. This was lazy and sloppy. It sure was lazy and sloppy. I think 20 minutes of women's uh, segments on a three-hour show qualifies. He says two of them are under three minutes. The other just went long because of entrances, interruptions, and DQs. WWE uh, is allied to hashtag see her. Yeah, that's that's a, a good point as well. Oh, yeah. Without all that, like the entrances and all that, it severely declines. So you're right. Is Denise a tater tot? Because she's tiny. Oh, Denise, you little tater tot. Suck a nut, Sean. I'd suck a tot. Man, I, I love tots. Shot Kid 29 says, to provide some positivity, the Impact Show is great. Women like Chelsea and Rosa are knocking down doors everywhere, and more companies like ROH and MLW are highlighting uber-talented women. Denise, the GCW show, which they, they this weekend they featured Mercedes Martinez debuting and Thunder Rosa debuting and Chelsea Green debuting in one of their hottest stories, and now Allie Catch has a thing. Allie Catch has been making a name for herself too, yep. so good for her. That's also been a thing. They've been doing a lot of great stuff. Mm -hmm. Joshua Hollick says, reminder that good women's wrestling can be found on Impact, ROH, Stardom, uh, TJPW, and many other places, not on Fox USA or TNT. Well, NXT does okay. I'll give him that credit. And finally, our last Super Chat about this is August 3, saying between AEW, Impact, ROH, and NWA, uh, to an extent, make me appreciate the more quality booking and use of women that those two fail at. Well, I don't think they did much better in the other women's segment, Denise. What Woo! other one was there? <laughs> well, the Sorry. four top talent on, on their show. Oh, yeah, that. Okay, yep. So they, they had this tag match that we knew, we knew was going to go to a DQ. We knew as much on Friday that this was not going to have a legit ending because why would it? And it's Bianca, and it's Charlotte, and it's Sasha, and it's Becky, and I love them fighting beforehand. That was really cool. But, like, just... I know the, the brand split doesn't mean anything for the next few weeks. I know that the Uso showed up earlier. But the match itself, it was just all over the place, and you had to have Adam Pierce come out, and Sonya be like, no, no, no! This is still happening! No shit, man. We knew it was happening. I know it was going to happen for the show, but it just wasn't it didn't, it didn't make sense. No, it didn't make sense. That's what we need to get at. It made zero sense whatsoever. Okay, so they all come out, right? They're having, you know, they're trying to get started. They can't coexist. That is very, very clear. All right, so then they all break out and they all start fighting. Okay, then Sonia and Adam come out and they essentially make this into a uh, 
they say like, oh, you got to restart the match, etc. I'm thinking to myself, well, first of all, this is dumb. Why do they have to restart the match? What is on the line here? There is absolutely nothing on the line. God, if they're going out there and beating the hell out of each other, you make it a damn four way and get the hell it over with. And I know they're not going to do that because they're probably saving that for something else. But for this, for then, then don't book this match. Or if you're going to yes. have them, there be there should be some sort of understanding. Okay, whatever. I'm not done yet. Then we go to commercial. We come back and they're magically all best friends again for like a hot second. And I'm thinking, what the hell happened during that commercial break that all of a sudden it broke apart this big old, you know, uh, you know, bra that they were doing? Like, I get it. You know, I get that they restarted the match, but they were like literally like tangled up with one another. It didn't make sense. Okay. So then you have them, you know, essentially start this match back up. And let me just say this too. Let's go back to the fact that there was nothing on the line. That is key here because I'm sorry, but if I hate somebody so much, I'm not going to team up with them. What do I have to lose? So I get a loss. Does it matter? Do losses even matter? At the end of the day, I'm still getting my title shot, right? Okay, so and I know that's not the case for Charlotte, but for the other women, yes. Okay, you're still getting your title shot, whatever. Okay, so then for me, there's no point for me to be in this match. If I don't care, I don't care. So then they go in, they do this match, and then obviously they can't coexist, and then it ends up being in a DQ. All right, so why is it that they couldn't just have that happen in the beginning? Why do we have to go through all of this to have the exact same result? There's no reason. <laughs> They, they booked like dog shit. This, this should have happened. This is, this is exactly what should have happened. And they, they just, it's lazy. It's constant laziness. There's no effort. Uh, Tremaine Perryman said, did Sasha and Bianca coexist? Hell no, they didn't. Denise and I coexist better. Bezo Banks says, no one coexisted. Shocking. I know. This is the laziest trope. Denise, why would they need to coexist? Who I gives a damn? No, I don't know. I mean, at this point, we should have the coexist tag team titles. If you can coexist, congratulations. Here's some belts. Leonard says people are making the mistake of thinking or expecting WWE to make sense. It's not going to make sense. They throw crap at the wall continuously. No, stop that, Leonard. I appreciate the super chat. We do not share that apathy. It should make sense. It should always make sense. That's the bare minimum. It should just always make sense. Give me a reason. Because if you give me a reason that it makes sense, you give me a reason to watch the show. If it just makes sense on a baseline, I'm probably going to like it because I want to like wrestling. I want to like this wrestling show. Sean, I thought you were going to break out in the pink song. Just give me a no, reason. Pink, just pink a sucks. little bit. What is pink your problem? Sucks. Pink does not suck. Ugh. Bro, what's Nerd your gurus. issue with pink? Nerd Guru says you have to be a special kind of dumb to pull the BS they did with four Mania main eventers. How pathetic can they be? Lazy, bro. Bezos says they're doing everything to tell us they're adding Charlotte to the match without just outright saying we're adding Charlotte to the match. Do you think they add Charlotte to the match? <laughs> they better add Charlotte to the match or else I'm going to be pissed so, that we've gone through all this and they haven't added Charlotte. So Story-wise, it makes sense to add her. Becky and Charlotte... Do they just switch tight? Do, do you remember WrestleMania? The the three fall or the two fall match, one for the Intercontinental title, one for the European title? Oh, man. Oh, it's better than swapping, maybe? It is. It is better than swapping the titles. Absolutely better than. There you go. Here you go. Or they could just name one the 
universal don't championship. Don't draft champions anymore. That's it. Please, let's make a rule. Let's sign a petition. Change.org. I don't care. I'll start a Twitter drama again. Let's stop changing the champions. People even talking about that guy that was in the song. That that band sucked too. Fun. I don't sucked. even know who the guys are in the band. Exactly. I just know Pink because she's the draw. Well, the guy that was featured in that song that you were just. Well, singing. I don't care about the guy. I only care. Good. About Neither do I. John Vasquez says Raw wouldn't be Raw without a DQ and more nonsense. Rob says, did you see a few minutes of Charlotte and Sasha locking up? Their chemistry is still very much there. Can't wait for their match. Oh, I love Sasha and Charlotte. That was the brand split era. Their feud is one of my favorite things, Denise. Them hot potatoing the title was fun for me. All those girls have good chemistry with another with one another. That's not even an issue. They're even, great even, with all each other. Even the one that didn't like was Rhea and Asuka, and they developed chemistry. Now, great, yeah, it's because WWE them booked them to get WWE booked them 42 times. So <laughs> it took them a hot second, though. Cliff Beards gets what we're throwing down. It's going to be a four way dual title match. Oh, boy. Orlando says, I wonder if WWE can get out of being safe. It seems like they're too scared to take a risk or something. If it works and they take the credit, they do stuff all the time, like Raw Underground and all that, that stuff. Like, but it's just not good. It's just not good. Tremaine is uh, mad that I'm slandering Pink. So he says the rest of the Super Chats are to you. I don't care. I, I'm not a pet fan of Pink. Who Why are you cares? such a hater, Sean? I don't know. I don't know. Brandon Charles Powell says, imagine if Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels coexisted. Granted, they had some real life issues going on. But the point is, we want to see rivals face each other, not coexist. And when you do it so often, Denise, it's not special anymore. Like Shawn Michaels and Steve Austin becoming tag champions was special because it didn't happen all the time back then. Hmm. Well, now it's a thing. Now I don't. I, they should have a teach. Do they have a coexist T-shirt? Because they should. They should. Brandon Rosen <laughs> says, "Is my math wrong, or did all that pre-match fight between Becky Flair, Sasha, Bianca last longer than all four Queens Crown matches? If you count entrances, yes, I would say so. I didn't time it, but I'm pretty sure it did. Yeah." Bezos says many positive bank, banks and Bel Air probably knew their finish was crap. So they tried to make the best comedy out of it and just be egomaniac kids to each other. I would, I would say so. I they would were say great so. with one another. So like if you go to bed tonight and, and you're, you're ending the night on a bad note, go ahead tomorrow and start your day on a positive note. How do you suggest we do that, Sean? What are well, your hot tips for starting a brand new day? The well, sun will come out tomorrow. I would say Magic Spoon, but for some reason I don't have the overlay here. Oh. But uh, you know what? I'm going to say Magic Spoon anyway. I mean, it's a good answer. Yeah, 13, 14 grams of sugar, 4 net grams of carbs, 0 grams of sugar in each serving. When you're trying to cut down on that carb, sugar, and unhealthy food, but you still want the stuff that you love, Magic Spoon cereal gets it done. I've talked about how it helped me lose 20 pounds this year. I have it every weekday morning. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. You can build your own custom bundle. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, maple waffle. They brought back those cookies and cream and maple waffle flavors permanently. They sold out extremely quickly uh, for, for the limited time. But uh, you need to try those. those. Those have become my two favorite flavors. And when you go to magicspoon.com slash Fightful and grab a custom bundle, use the code Fightful at checkout to save $5 off your order. They are so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. But let me tell you, 
you gotta be a dork to be like, oh my gosh, I want to re return this delicious cereal that's so good for me. You're not gonna be that person. You're gonna eat it, and you're gonna go, oh well, you know what? I've got nothing to lose, so I'm gonna try it, and you're gonna love it. And one of the things I love the most is it gets you fill, filled up on one serving. It's not going to spike your sugar, send you back to the cupboard 15 minutes later. It's great for breakfast, great for a snack, before, after a workout, midnight snack, all that stuff. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Use the code Fightful. Use it. Hey, Christian, Sean, when do I get to do like a Blue Chew read or like a Manscaped I'll, read? I'll let you do one. I'd love to let you do one. I mean, I yeah. think... I think contractually, Quality, Sean. I mean, contractually, I think I'm supposed to, but I oh. don't think they'd mind it. Cause I mean, I think it'd actually do good business if you did one. I'll do my most, I don't know what I'll do. I'll come up with something. That should be fun. That should be fun. Anakin says he can curse just not with God's name. Hey, that's right. Ken Douglas says, Denise say BTW out loud instead of by the way, I, I do that too. Like it, he's, it he's, depends on the mood that I am in. Says there's more vowels in BTW. You're not saving any time, Tater. What? <laughs> there are more vowels in BTW. There's four vowels okay. instead of by the way. But I mean, it doesn't matter. It's a piece of her vernacular. Like I'm. Well, I'm you know what? You. We've wasted more talking about the difference between BTW right. and by the way. You're right. Uh, we've got more super chats. Tremaine says GCW, where they literally try to kill each other, finds time for women. <laughs> And do we think Zelina might beat Carmella and be in the finals? No, I think they'll go with Carmella, Denise. You think so? You Well, she's got that mask now, and apparently that mask is giving her superpowers to win these matches. I thought it was just to protect her face. Evidently. Bobby Lashley came out and talked as we broke on FightfulSelect.com. This is fine. It was a setup. His match with Goldberg. Sure, there wasn't a lot to this. I loved it. I was like dying during this because he was like, <laughs> because if you think about it, a man threatened to kill yes. him and nobody did shit about it. He, nobody cared. And then he threatened to euthanize Goldberg. He was like, buddy, you've spent seven days at the pound and it's time to put you down. Like he was comparing him to an old dog. I was like, all right, cool. I mean, he threatened to murder you. So why not? I'm sorry. I love this. I thought it was hilarious. It, like, even though it wasn't meant to be funny, I found it very, very hilarious. I think it was the yeah. way that Bobby Lashley was like, he threatened to kill me. <laughs> Chris, Chris Hart said to Google Miz on Dancing with the Stars tonight. Oh, I've heard about it. I saw. He's like dressed like, what is he, the, the Aladdin thing or something? Yeah. Get your super chats in, guys. Uh, Chris Rain says, Lamar Jackson just ripped my heart out. I can always count on you guys to make me laugh. I'm not happy about that. I need the Bengals uh, in first place. Sova says, just saw the WrestleTix update. They distributed 3,995 tickets. This is the lowest attended Raw since returning to the road. Denise, the marquee is not enough to draw. you got to have a good show. Yep. It's just, it's so much. It's so much. It's not just one thing. It's so many different factors that go into it. And it's like, it's wild. I don't know. In So Grace says, why would WWE change when people are still paying them for the same brown, smelly stuff they've been spoofing fans for years? Well, as we just pointed out, they're not. I'm, Viewership has dropped significantly. I'm very interested to see how the LA shows do. Like, very, very interested because they 
they get the families here and like all of that here. Like, you know, cause obviously I go to all those shows. Yep. So, you know, I know like the, the people that go there. So I am very interested to see what that's going to look like because all the shows that I've been to, they all did very well before, but you know, obviously it's been such a long time, but I don't know because I feel like people here are just excited to go anywhere. Like every place you go to right now is tremendously packed and everything is sold out. So I don't know. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Christian Knight says Reg from Grap City was losing his mind tonight. He was there. Like he he had mentioned, oh, I didn't get to go tonight, but I'll, I'll just go to Monday Night Raw. Boy, that was rough. That was rough. But uh, whew. I'm going to go when they come to when, when are they coming to LA? Are you doing your Cinder Report? Smackdown. Smackdown, Smackdown. Uh, in December is when they're they're planning it. Yeah, they wanted to have the, right. the Fox Sports people there, which makes a lot of sense. All right, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. I'll I'll give you the 411. Mega Flint says, hate how WWE ruined Le- Liv Morgan, Tony Storm, and Denise. I'm a big fan of yours. It sounded like they said, hey, I thought they were going to say ruined me. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm sure Denise appreciates that and doesn't appreciate all that other Don't stuff. Worry. Drew says, me and my friend Mark on have- show. <laughs> Drew said, me and my friend Mark have stopped watching. Guys, I've posted a bunch of updates on WWE's relationship with like USA and Fox and now peacock and tubi they shut down another thing streaming deal and like they're outside of peacock it seems like fox and usa were both like you got you better increase the quality of these shows peacock seems happy but the other ones yeah Sean, Nick- i thought you were gonna say you caught up with your friend mark and got the details on that <laughs> well he, he's gonna be here at jesus golf trying to become my best friend so Drew Nicholas with a monster super chat. I waited to read this. That way we'd, we'd be able to give it some time. Uh, but thank you, Drew. Thank you so much. He says, I like NXT 2.0 more than Raw and SmackDown. If I was still getting paid to watch WWE main roster, I would have put in my two weeks notice after this show. Everyone here deserves all the money in the world for having to put up with this. Thank you all. Well, thank you so much for the generous super chat. I can't tell you how important that is. Every time you subscribe to Fightful Select, please do it now so I can stop begging you. Uh, it, it, it invests in us. And NXT 2.0, like uh, I have Tuesday nights off, so I watch it a little bit after. So I don't get to digest through commercials, Denise. It is a very torrid-paced show. Like, you got Tony D'Angelo popping up, and then Toxic Attraction, and then all of a sudden Raquel's beating somebody up. Like, it is one after the other after the other. I would argue you need the commercials on this show because there is so much going on. And yeah. I like I got to do a lot of pausing sometimes because I'm like, who the hell is this person? And, you know, there's so many people that we're, you know, we're just getting used to. And even then, like if I've seen them one time, I'm like, ah, that doesn't mean I'm going to remember their name next week. Like I got to, you know, it's going to take me a second here. Um, it's been an interesting show to say the least. We've been bombarded with changes. And unfortunately, I've seen a drastic decrease in interest on the show. Like my Tuesday tweets are like dry as hell. Yeah. It's just it's the the buzz isn't there for it. Christian Knight says the last WWE show I watched was Mania 31, and I don't miss it. Well, Brent Lockman says. Hearing Brad Dourif doing a WWE show was a trip to say the least. Chucky is happiness, but back to the oof. Chucky was watching Raw, and even he complained about the commercials, Denise. I'm freaking Chucky. That was great. You know what? I don't care about silly stuff like that. I like that. It was, that was harmless. It was harmless yeah. cross-promotion. 
it is totally WWE to rely on WCW stars from the nineties though. That was, that was, I, so I went back and I rewatched it and it was like one of those things where I just kind of felt like, damn, even (laughs) that was cooler back then than it is now. RK bro backstage riddle has challenged Omos to a match. And he's like, okay, what's the plan, Randy? And Randy's like, there ain't one. And Denise, there wasn't one. Uh, he let Riddle get his ass whipped by Omos. And I like that Riddle or Orton is even like, you should not have done that. That was a bad idea. Um, and, and Omos did beat Riddle's ass. Boy, is it a good thing they kept Omos with, with AJ because he needs some polishing. But whenever somebody beats him, it will be big. How do you feel about the RK bro storyline? Because for me, I kind of feel like they keep going back and forth where it's like, okay, they're officially not friends. Okay. They're officially our friends now. Okay, cool. Like we're past the whole, they're not, you know, they're, they're the tension. We're past all of that. I kind of feel like they're replaying the same thing over and over and telling this, retelling the same story with RK bro. where like, I'm kind of ready to move on now. Like, I'm just not necessarily all of that like interested in them retelling the exact same story. It has plateaued. It's done like the same stuff and it's just, it's redoing the same thing over and over again. And that, that works okay for a little while, but Randy came out and he hit the RKO on AJ and that was a wrap. There wasn't much. It was the same thing as last week. You just reverse, reverse the roles. Anakin JMT says, SmackDown in 2016 made women's wrestling my favorite to watch, and now WWE's women's wrestling can't even interest me, and it's not the fault of the talent. Yeah, it's not. And, I mean, WWE took a lot of people that had not been exposed to global TV and didn't have a lot of in-ring experience, like Carmella and Alexa Bliss, and even Naomi was getting some of her first real opportunities during that period. Nikki Bella had come back and was working with like a bad neck and they made compelling women's programming there and didn't have uh, out of, out of those people. And then everybody raised up, everybody got better. Bob says, when are we getting Chucky versus Braun breaker? I mean, that's, that's the history Chucky and uh, Rick Steiner. Tremaine says, I think Mrs. Costume tonight might be something to put on NXT 2.0. Jesus. Oh. It would well, fit in the same. <laughs> We had Austin Theory versus Jeff Hardy. The 24-7 dorks popped up during this and almost ruined things. But uh, Jeff Hardy, who's just waiting, just aching to move over to SmackDown where they can all of a sudden make him uh, Roman Reigns' opponent because, you know, everybody will buy that. I mean, people will pop for for Jeff. They're just not going to believe he's going to win. It it really feels like they should have had Jeff do that big speech maybe – after he was done losing on Raw, Denise. Yeah, exactly. They should have had him do that. And I mean, but to be honest, like I don't fault them at all whatsoever for having Austin Theory win here. I do think it was the right call to have Austin Theory win here just because, you know, it's like at least you're giving him a chance to possibly succeed on this roster by getting a win. Was it a good match? No, it was nope. just there. But I mean, and yeah, the scene, like the way he won though by holding the, the by holding the tights and all of that, like that's, I guess it's fine. I don't even know anymore if that's fine anymore. But gotta establish that he's a bad guy. Yeah, Denise. there you go. I you know, good for him. He got a win. Fantastic. <sighs> yep. And backstage, Austin Theory. I think he went up to was it Drew or Big E? Which one was it? 
Austin, I didn't see this part. Nope, I don't know what well, you're talking lucky about. Lucky you. This is this is just a like when Jeff Hardy's done losing to all these people in Raw, then have him cut that that promo of all that. And it was Big E that he approached backstage. Oh, thank you. I missed that whole segment. But they, I know what they're going to do. They're going to put Jeff Hardy in some top spots on SmackDown because he's getting pops. He's going to get his ass whipped. And yeah, Tremaine says, if WWE nuanced, RK bro would be a great story uh, about a bad relationship, but WWE is not nuanced. Nope. Uh, they're not. They have all the subtlety of a mallet over the head. Well, Drew McIntyre kicked off the show. Big E followed. I loved their promo. Big E is being his same goofy self, talking about nectar and his nipples and all that good shit. And Drew nipples was like, are "Good shit." Yep, they are. <laughs> and Drew, I thought Drew cut one of his best promos since since he won the title. He said to Big E, "He's like, did you hear that crowd reaction when you came out? Do you remember when you won?" He's like, "Do you remember when you won Money in the Bank?" He's like, they were great reactions. He's like, I didn't get to hear any of those as champion. He's like, I've been champion twice for 300 days, and I didn't get to hear any of that. I'm still waiting for my moment. Nobody believes Drew is winning this title. But Drew provided me a good motivation for him wanting to win this title. I This is what I want to see. Instead of the stupid-ass sword and motorcycles and... All this stuff, like, it is not hard to tell a nuanced story with a guy who got fired by WWE after he was the chosen one, came back, still got pushed down the card, won the title, but won it in front of nobody. This is, yeah. So, I'll just say this because I have more thoughts once we actually get to the actual match. But for me on this, I, I liked everything. I liked the feedback, like the, the, the chemistry between both of them. I thought that they, you know... Like you said, Biggie was being his himself. Drew McIntyre was being cool again because we mentioned that he yeah. kind of lost that, you know, in a couple of the other, you know, previous months. But you kind of, I kind of felt like Biggie, the fact that they gave him like a lot of good lines during this that really showed his personality and who he is. I thought he needed that. Like I liked seeing that in him. It kind of made him seem like a cooler champion with like, you know, obviously we know Biggie has a personality, but you kind of want to keep seeing that, you know, shine in a different, you know, in a new direction now that he's champion. And I kind of, you know, we saw that here tonight. So I liked all of this. I did not like, but, but see, I liked everything up until the point when the Usos came out. Once the Usos came out, I kind of felt like, all right, well, now I just didn't really feel like it. It took a lot away from me because they're not raw guys. They don't even go here. So I'm sorry. For me, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, I know why they're doing it. I know which direction they're heading in, but I kind of, they kind of lost me there. I used to flat out get cyber bullied for caring about the brand split denise people are like i don't even care i can't i can't care right now it's just i i know what's gonna happen i mean before this show was even booked they had smackdown people booked for the show so usos pop up and i do like that they're they're targeting both of these guys they're like biggie we don't like you because of your friends and we've never liked you and we're gonna beat their asses and they were there on behalf of Roman Reigns, who's got his eye on Drew McIntyre. Because if Drew McIntyre wins that WWE title, they won it. I got to say this. The Usos were laying in their super kicks tonight. They Boy, were. were those connecting. And we get a match later on. Can they coexist? Now, what I like 
is that Big E was like, I think I can speak for Drew. And Drew goes, no, you can't. That was good to me. Then backstage they do, we, we get to witness it, Denise, where, where you're like, how do these people become best friends? Well, we saw they, they did the, the Macho Man Hogan handshake and became best friends. But this was dumb, too, because they said, oh, tonight only. And they said tonight only. We're going to let only. bygones be bygones. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm just going to pretend I didn't see you guys team up last week against the Dirty Dogs. Cool. I didn't see it. Man. Man. Well, we've got some super chats over this. Um, things did break down at the end of the match. The match was fine. It was good. The The ending of the show, I thought, was super exciting. It's just, Denise, what we learned is the matches don't matter. They don't matter. They never matter. Here's my thing, and this is why I didn't like this. I, in terms of the match, it was fine. Okay, cool. All of that was great. I didn't like the ending because it was one of those things where we talk about the big topic that we've been discussing today is the coexisting situation, all right? Okay, this is what I don't get. Why can't you have... Big E and Drew McIntyre essentially just be two guys who don't necessarily hate each other. They're, they don't hate each other. They're not mad at each other. Okay. Why can't they just try to prove who is the better man? It's a simple story to tell. And in that way, you're sort of also, you know, you're, you're raising the stock up of both of these guys and, you know, having them go out there and actually wrestle this match and get this match done in a successful format and not getting DQ'd, for me, it kind of was dumb. I think that they should have been on the same page the way they said they were going to be on the same page, respect each other, go into this dang match, and that's it. Like, they didn't have to be, like, all like, okay, let's we can't coexist anymore. They didn't have to do that. They didn't have to do this portion Fair of the point. story. Also, I, it's not pertinent to this match, but this super chat popped me. Baby Maharaja said, I'm glad gender win. Cry, haters cry. You know what? No oh, gender. That was a good one. Uh, we do have some super chats about this main event. Uh, Brandon Rosen says, welcome to another episode of Can They Coexist? Malcolm says, can't believe Corey Graves asked if Scotland has unicorns during the main event. Oh, the he unicorn, did. that. He says, the unicorn is our national animal. Not joking. <laughs> I did not catch that. And Mega Flint says, can't believe gender one. I was expecting Xavier versus Kofi in the semis. Denise, you look beautiful. And Sean, Drew McIntyre is winning. Drew McIntyre what? No, I just love it. What? Is like, Denise, you're beautiful. Sean, Drew McIntyre is winning. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. <laughs> you know, you already called me a potato. Let me take a compliment for the well, you're, night. You're a beautiful potato. Oh, thank you. You, you don't thank have you, too Sean. many I'll eyes. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thomas Garner says, sorry, I'm a bit late, but I have a terrible feeling. This whole tournament is for nothing. And Eva Marie will win. If they do that, that would, that would like cause like, that'd be too much of an uproar. Sean, I gotta say though, we're kind of hypocritical. I need to call it. I need to call you and I need to call Fightful out on something. Cause we're out here complaining about people coexisting and having to do this whole coexisting crap. Yet for the last two years, we cannot well, coexist, and we keep getting booked on the damn same show every week. We don't ask if we can coexist. People just know that we can't. Like, we're not we're not even teasing them. Nerd Guru says, by the way, if you're going to say Braun Break Occur, you have to say it correctly, like Braun Break Occur. Really Is this supposed to be Braun Cake or Braun Curl? From a Kalex fan. That's just the way they say it. 
Y'all got to call me Sean Breaker. Okay. And we wrap up our super chats as of right now. By the way, leave us a thumbs up, guys. That helps a lot. Nacho Man Normie Summers says FTR had a logo in their Tron entrance that resembles Fightful. Is a cease and desist on the way? No, they're good brothers. I like both of them. They're wonderful people. And I wish we had a different logo anyway. I hate this logo that looks like the Throwdown logo. Looks like the Fear Factory logo. I had zero hand in designing that. I wish we Sean, had why are different. you burying your own logo? Because I don't like it. Yeah, but you're not supposed to do that. I'm just, I don't care. I don't like Sean, it. It's your logo. Who does yeah. that? Keep it to yourself. It wouldn't be if I had anything to say about it. Bezos this is says, like wait a minute. You buried your interview that one time before you even put oh, it. Oh, <laughs> one of these days, I'm going to put my worst interview that I've ever done do on it. Fight for Don't Select. do it. Don't do it. I'm going to. Don't do it, Sean. Don't do it. I'm going to. By the way, guys, on Fightful Select right after this, Alex Palowski is going to go live with Sour Graps. So if this wasn't negative enough for you, FightfulSelect.com. Go over there and subscribe. In addition to that, he reviews SmackDown. I, I do a Backstage Report podcast that we posted today. It's about 20 minutes of just exclusive news that we've reported. Uh, I do a Q&A every single week. We've got Steven Jensen. If you guys are ever like, oh, cover more NWA, Impact, 205 Live, GCW. He does that every single week on the Weekender podcast. We have the List Goes On podcast. We have Figure Hall. We've got every, a show every single day. So tune in. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. You guys are going to like it. Plus, we got all of our post shows. Uh, we're, we, we don't work Wednesday night this week. We'll be doing it Saturday. Still haven't figured out what the hell I'm doing there. I got to figure out everything for the next two weeks. Because we got Bound for Glory and Crown Jewel and all this horseshit. Follow up says. Not booking shows on the same damn day. It is I stressful. I don't even know how Saturday that Saturday is going to work out. Volob says if uh, Denise is a potato, she's a trained potato. And Bezos says, wait a minute. Pierce and Sonya don't want the match to end that way, but are okay with a no contest? That's a great point. This how is what stupid. I've been saying, Sean. And you got mad at me last time because I told you I didn't like the team of Sonya and Adam Pierce because they make them come out and do dumb things and well, say they, dumb things and have dumb calls. Exhibit they're booked like that. Z. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. You, They make this happen. Damn. Guys, thank you all so much. If you haven't checked out Grapsity every Saturday at noon, check out The Distraction every Thursday. Denise, what do you got going on? All right. So be jealous, Sean, because I have an interview up right now with AEW's very own Ricky Starks. And we had like a nice half hour conversation. We touched on a lot of different topics. Very fun Interview, one. Interviewed him three times last year. Yeah, it's fine. But you know what? This is he's, my he's a great interview, though. I, people should check yeah. it out. Yeah. Anyways, so youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Seriously, go there. I have an interview up with Ricky Starks. I have an interview up with Jamie Senegal, which you guys saw at the Knockouts oh. Knockdown. I have an interview up. And thank you. See, this is what I mean, Sean. I'm done. What? Why am I even talking? I'm here trying to put over my work and you're like, no, let's just make it about FIFO Select. I'm done. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. If anybody cares. A lot of people care, Denise. You've, you've got all kinds of subscribers. What are you talking about? Tremaine says, at least for myself, I want to love WWE again. That's all I want. Me too. Me too. Check out Denise Salcedo. Underscore Denise Salcedo. Nope. 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 
Nope. Fine, you can go to playschool.com. That's playschool with a K. You can buy all your Denise Salcedo Potato Head merch there. Until next time, guys, we're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.